Hey y'all, I'm back and it is me. I know I usually start off with some type of like quote, but I really want to just let y'all know that it has been a long couple of weeks and I do mean long. I've had some recent loss in my family and to say the least, it's hard to grieve even one loss, but multiple over the span of a couple of weeks can truly take a toll on anybody and that definitely means me. Even though I'm still processing and going through my stages of grief, I am super excited to get back to just this, what I love to do, giving y'all this content, talking to y'all. So without further ado, welcome to Heard You Radio, the podcast. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. You are tuning back in to Heard You Radio, the podcast. And since I didn't start our podcast this week with our quote, I'm just going to go ahead and give it to you guys. And it was, trouble and trauma will grow you faster than anything else. Just let that sink in. I am super excited to be back talking to y'all, chilling, vibing, and y'all just listening to little old me. If you have been paying attention and following, then you know I am slowly but surely making these episodes longer and longer. I gotta laugh at myself because honestly, I couldn't just be out here pouring out everything and nobody was listening. I had just this anxiousness about even doing the podcast in the first place. So I just decided to spoon feed it, kind of fill it out and see where I would land and honestly I had to roll it out slow test the waters a little before I jumped in the deep end but y'all have really been rocking with me and I'm going to keep rolling out this content you get it y'all rocking then I'm rolling and I'm just super super grateful for y'all just you know vibing out with your girl so on episode two we discussed who was in your house and we discussed their presence, their character, their morale, what they fed into you intentionally and unintentionally, consciously, unconsciously. We talked about who wasn't in your house, how that affected you, how you began to view the world. And to follow up with that, we just talked about how every person in your life matters, despite how you may view them or how small you may see their presence being in your life. It mattered. So on episode three, it's only right that I start digging in everybody's closet. And if you read the title, then go ahead and say it with me. What happens in this house stays in this house. It's one of the very common, and I do mean common sayings we all heard growing up at some point or another. But I don't think our parents really understood what they were even saying. Yes, it may stay in the house, but it also stays in our minds, our emotions, and even our mental, ultimately staying with us for the rest of our lives. Because you never got a chance to discuss it. You never got a chance to express how you felt and forcing, basically forcing us to learn how to suppress things that happen to us. What happens in this house stays in this house. I really want to say that it came from just generation after generation learning how to live in a world or live in a time where if you didn't expect anything to happen, you just didn't really bother with it. You didn't really expose yourself to unneeded or wanted attention. 
and or emotion. But think about how traumatic that is. Let's just talk about the trauma of if something happened to you in an account and the very first thing you heard was basically don't tell anybody else. This stays in our family. But what if it was family who hurt you? So you mean to tell me that I can't go get the help that I need or the help that it is required for me to be the best version of myself in the future because we're protecting our family, even though it exposes and hurts me. We, unfortunately, as a people, especially people of color, definitely have trust issues. And I definitely believe that a lot of our trust issues came from not being able to expose incidents or experiences in our lives because we had to protect the family name or the individuals within our family. And when you begin to connect a saying like what happens in this house stays in this house and you put it right in connection to trauma, which is described as an emotional response to a terrible event, like an accident, rape, natural disaster, etc. Immediately after the event, there is shock. Then typically there's denial. But there are long-term reactions to traumatic events that you cannot speak about, that you cannot share with other people, that you have to pretend like it never happened or you have to pretend like you're okay with it happening for the betterment of the family. And when we think about traumatic events, there are so many layers to traumatic events. You can start to feel helpless, hopeless. You can feel threat to injury. You have suicidal thoughts. You begin to have fear. And then you compile that fear with defense. So, okay, what happened I, you expressed what happened and now nothing is being done about it. So now you may feel like consciously, literally feeling like, wow, how I feel is not important. So then you learn very young how to protect yourself from being exposed to feeling a specific emotion or surrounding yourself with specific people or making sure that you're not in a specific environment, all because you weren't able to effectively and properly process or work through whatever situation that hindered and broke you. And then we intentionally or even unknowingly begin to build walls, which can in the long run block out good people and even good opportunities in our lives because we have created a foundation that we take control of how we will now live and maneuver throughout our life because we do not want to be hurt the same way again. We even begin to create unrealistic assurances for ourselves that we won't be exposed the same way either. We no longer share bad experiences with people, even those who we share some kind of trust with because we fear we won't be validated in our feelings, but coached to continue to suppress the emotion, no matter how detrimental it may be to us. I mean, come on, let's be completely honest and have full transparency 
we aren't just talking about, and this conversation is not just limited to being molested or raped by a family member or a family friend and being silenced about it. We're talking about being abused as a child and having to go to school and make up another reason for how you got those bruises and black eyes. We're talking about actively seeing your mom being abused and your dad was the abuser or someone who wasn't your dad was the abuser all while you try to remain strong for your mom or even break it up, but your mom is constantly telling you everything is gonna be okay and not to get help and not to tell anybody what's going on in the house. We're talking about having a parent or even both parents who had an addiction to drugs, alcohol, or both, and they were fully functioning, but they still gave you money to hide from them to make sure bills got paid. Or what about being exposed to someone cheating on someone else, but always having to eat dinner like a happy family when others came to visit, but you know, good and well, you never ate dinner when nobody was around. Having to fake a lifestyle because your parent parents or guardian didn't want the neighborhood knowing y'all business, even though weeks before there were no lights and no running water. What about seeing someone steal from the grocery store time and time again because there was not enough money for bills and food? So while all the bills would be paid, you went hungry for a few nights and didn't and wouldn't dare to go to a friend's house and act like you ain't been fed all day. All these events and more carry weight no child should have to experience, but many of us have dealt with one, some, or all of these, if not other ones that I didn't name. So while many of us pretend we are healed from our past and say we move forward, all we really did was unconsciously create an entire adult life around unprocessed childhood trauma, especially if we didn't get help from it. And now we are adults trying to function through emotion. We never learn how to properly process or fully discuss and obtain closure from. Having to learn how to regulate an emotion as a child that you never had the proper understanding of not only challenged you to pretend that you were okay, even in the midst of your confusion and uncertainty, but it ultimately changed your course of life to begin down a new path and become someone with hardship you were never intended to experience alone. And somewhere down the line, you get those uncomfortable reminders of how strong and resilient you grew up to be despite the damage it has caused you in the long run. Constantly hearing your experiences made you stronger doesn't take away the pain of it, nor the lasting behaviors it molded inside of you. You will continue to think about what if you had help or never even been exposed to the event in the beginning. If you didn't witness certain things, who would you be? So when people ask what happened to you, why are you this way? It's honestly because what happened in our homes didn't really stay in our homes. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying at all that our parents didn't do the best they could because some of them did. They may even have said they would never do, say, or pass down behaviors or feelings to their children like their parents did them. But if they didn't heal the conscious and unconscious parts of them that their parents broke, there was no way they could break those curses for us. Let's be real. Many of us only plant seeds we know how to grow. And unless we are intentional about the unhealthy behaviors we possess unconsciously, we really just move through life. And that's what many, if not most of our own parents did. They figured, hell, I'm still alive and I'm a decent person. If it wasn't all bad and they begin to justify their experiences, it becomes that if it ain't broke, don't fix it mentality. But no, we really need to fix it. 
fixing the broken parts of us that are planted, watered, and then left to grow with no sun is a dead seed from the beginning. Nothing can continuously grow strong without a healthy root. And with sayings like what happens in this house stays in this house, we are already working in an empty garden with unfertilized soil. We cannot effectively be our best selves if we are constantly silenced in our own truth. We are in a season of breaking curses, but we have to learn how to first. Hey, yeah, wow. Thank you guys for tuning in to episode three, Family Structures, What Happens in This House Stays in This House. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in and picking up where you guys left off. We are back to our regular scheduled program. And with that being said, our black feature of the week goes to Slutty Vegan ATL. In 2018, the CEO, Pinky Cole, created a great way for people to enjoy vegan food that tastes good, but still honors veganism in a fun way. There are multiple slutty trucks now and two restaurants with the third one on the way. I do not care if you love meat. You will not regret a slutty vegan burger, okay? So whenever in Georgia, in the ATL or in Jonesboro, grab you a sloppy toppy or a one-night stand, and I promise you will not be disappointed. You can find them at Slutty Vegan ATL and www.sluttyvegan.shop. That's dot S-H-O-P. But y'all know what it is. It's been real. It's been great. Did you hear me? Or at least what I was trying to say. Until next time, it's your girl. She keep faith on Heard You Radio, the podcast.